Video Death Loop is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network, a collection of creator-owned shows that have banded together to extend their reach. Come check it out. We've got pop culture. We've got video games. We've got attractive serial murderers. Nope, none of those. Just podcasts about video games and pop culture. Greenlitpodcast.com. Proud to be on it. Check it out. This week on Video Death Loop. Plus, learn a cool new recipe. Hello and welcome to Video Death Loop, the show where we watch a video on loop until one or both of us can't take it anymore. I'm your host of this week, John Hurst, and over here is my co-host, Aaron Littleton. John, hello. I appreciate hello. your announcing me to our audience. I I mean, that's that's what it's co- in my contract to say, every like to make sure that I introduce you in some way, shape, or form to the audience, so that 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 they are aware that that you are here. And you're especially the co-host for this episode. That's important to me, and that's important to the audience. So I feel, I feel if we ha- we state that at the very beginning, we we set our ground lines, we set we establish like uh like who who's in control, who's also in control, but in a co-hosting standpoint, and you know that that's how we go. That's how we yeah. Work please, things everyone here. understand that whatever happens in this episode is completely on John as the co-host. Yes, I have like five percent control like kind of like kind of but yeah no john's yeah, like it, he's, the, he's the other 95 he's the other 95 yeah and that's that you know that's that's a secret thing about being co-hosts you, you don't have to think about things you don't have to think about picking out a video you don't have to like worry it's like uh, like you don't you don't spend like sometimes with video death loop sometimes we spend a little too much time looking for a video to like to annoy the other person <laughs> oh, a yes. Lot. oh yes oh uh, yes I like that. Like we have to go down to the video death loop research labs where we, we employ plenty of unpaid interns. Uh, so that, many unpaid interns. I mean, like we actually, why do they unpaid. sign up? Like, there's, <laughs> why do they do? It feels like it really is like a job, a job seekers market right now. Yeah, I suppose turns- if we let them out of the catacombs, I mean the, the intern dorms, uh, they might notice that they could probably go out and get almost any job they wanted right now, but they're being, yeah. they're, they seem fairly content with doing our work and for college credit. Yeah. Yeah. For, for one, HR prefers us to call them the dormicombs now. Uh, okay. There you go. Uh, that they set expectations. Want, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's half catacombs, half home, you know, that's homocombs, <laughs> I guess. It's uh, the homocombs. That's when, that's when one cave sounds like another cave, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 That's, that's actually the, 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 the cave, the catacombs across from the, the dormicombs. Um, that is the, uh, uh, essentially like you know like they they you know they have their torture devices and all that but also they have like you know the laugh live love posters all over the place it's mm-hmm. uh, uh you know like oh, let's be honest that's just another torture device we just haven't told them yet right so. it's kind of it's kind of like a michael's arts and crafts threw up into a mine shaft yeah. I, I have you 
When's the last time you bought something at Michael's? Is that a regional or national chain? It's a national chain, but when's the last time you bought something at Michael's? At Michael's? Let me tell you something. I have a very crafty wife. Mm -hmm. I have a very crafty daughter. There's, I would say, 40 to 45% of my income goes to Michael's. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. There's a lot of, like, bead chains that get bought there's very specialized papers um there's like raw ass wreaths that you can decorate in various <laughs> ways that's, um, that's how they, that's how they actually uh, they list them on the, yeah, uh, on the raw prices. ass They're, wreaths yeah these are these are these are unrefined wreaths we pick these right off the wreath tree. The tree is still screaming when we get seed, to it. Seed to wreath. <laughs> that seems that seems kind of like heinous, actually. Now that the more I'm thinking about no, it, no, as like as a single, as like as a, I don't know. I might have purchased like maybe one thing ever at a Michaels for myself, mm-hmm. and that would that was like a a frame. Um, Okay, but, yeah, they, but they do like, have a frame shop. To be fair, okay, I didn't go to the frame shop. See, that's the that's oh. the pro. See, the thing is, if you get a frame, if you get a frame, John, that's pre-made, it's fairly reasonably priced. If you go in with some whack-ass size artwork, it's going to be like five times as much as you paid for that artwork to get it framed. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Art is nothing. Only f- the only money in art is framing that art. And if yeah. I had my guess, artists have it in with with the frame shops, and they're like, you know what? Here's the size frames we got. Just make sure none of your art fits in any of these frames. Then that way <laughs> we can upscale them. Because so you know what I did? I went in. I bought something from from a cool place in Nashville called hatch show print you know hatch yeah. show print yeah i remember that i was there for that oh, okay we're, uh, well i don't know maybe you were there when i bought this i'm not sure um no you weren't it was just my wife and i uh but in hatch show print if you don't know that for our listeners they are an old school poster printing company and they they cut out wood blocks and then they make these wacky prints out of them. Um, and they did it back in the day, too. Like, they were a legit historical poster printing place. If you look up a lot of, like, posters of events that happened in Nashville in, like, the early 1900s, per se, a lot of them are coming out of, of hat show print. Um, yeah, wood, woodblock and, printing, right? Yeah, woodblock. Sure. It's yeah. totally woodblock printing. Well, they kept all that stuff. And then as everyone else went digital and went to other more refined ways of printing, Hatch Show Print was like, we're not doing that. That's dumb. And for a while, everyone also thought that Hatch Show Print was dumb. But then kind of in the last maybe like 20 years, maybe a little late, maybe 20, 30 years, people were like, oh, wait, Hatch Show Print's still doing these really weird print jobs. So I went and bought a Hatch Showprint original um, poster, and I brought it back to my house, and I went to look for a, a frame, and it was going to be way more money to get it framed. So mm. what my ass did was I bought a frame that was slightly too small, and I hand-trimmed the Hatch Showprint poster, <laughs> being a very bad art customer, until it fit into the cheaper frame. 
Just like kind of like like it's like ah, I don't care if it creases a little bit as long as it gets in yeah, there. Yeah, just slam it in. No, I it, I didn't lose any of the actual art. There's like a border of white paper yeah, around yeah. the printing, so I didn't cut into that. But I wasn't sure if that was if that was okay or not. But you know what? I did it, and I didn't get arrested by the art police. So no. I think I'm good. You know they they haven't they haven't gone to your uh, they have like the art police have not done their uh, their 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 usual visit their annual visit towards people who have art majors to make sure that you're creating art yeah um, exactly. usually you and let's be honest we like this whole podcast is usually just to like go like get away from the scent of the art police this is usually we call this art right yeah with a yeah. very lowercase a yeah yeah like um actually it's like more like art with like a lot <laughs> yeah. of a's in there it's really legally this is art but we yeah. just kind of like, did you say ert or art? Like, oh, whatever you heard. That's the, yeah. That's what this is. Yeah, it's like you know it, and then, and then usually, usually that's just enough to get like the wave from the scent. They're they're starting to catch on a little bit, right? I think like you know, it turns out when you're five seasons in, you can only go so far with calling it ert to their faces. <laughs> but um, eventually, someone is going to ask, and I'm going to have to trim them down to fit into a very oh, special shit. sized coffin. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to you know, like. Uh, And you're not going to go to Michael's to fit that coffin for them. No, no, no. Uh, Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, Like, plans for premeditated art police murder aside, I have a video for you, Aaron. And it's not really similar similar at all, but I will – I'll let you figure out if there are similarities to be had by the video here. Um, But you don't know what it is. I do. And we are going to watch it in three, two – one. All right. This looks like some kind of a performance. I see a lady in front with some symbols. There's a guy with a big hammer Raising. behind her. Is this guy's is he playing a hammer? I don't know. He's just holding the hammer up. The hammer is struck, Aaron. The hammer is done. Everything shake. He is done with his job. Is that his entire job? Is to hit this wood block once? I. You know what? Okay. Holy shit, job! What is this video? It's like okay. (laughs) This video is just simply called hammer. All okay. caps, hammer. It's okay. forty seconds long, right? And and I'm I'm gonna give you the video description with, along with it because it's uh maybe important. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, the we're just first of all, I'm gonna watch him hit the hammer again. Sure. Yeah. Love to see it. What do you think of his hammer performance? It's all right. I feel like he's a little too cash, though, isn't he? He is like definitely cash. If, <laughs> if he is in this orchestra that's playing what seems like orchestra music, man's rolling in with some jeans and like a <laughs> and like a white polo shirt that has seen better days. Let me tell you something. It's Casual Friday at the orchestra, and he just got in from the frisbee golf, but he has a job to do. And he has one job, and this is actually this is the uh, the video description is actually the famous second hammer blow in the Gustav Mahler Symphony Number no. Six Hyogo Performing Art Cinema Orchestra Japan. 
So it's okay. a, ja- a Japanese orchestra playing uh, this Gustav Mahler Symphony Number no. Six, and apparently calls for a fucking hammer. I don't sure. know if that's actually actually in there or not, but this guy is just rolling in. It's like I got one job to do. I'm going to throw this uh, big ass uh, carnival hammer down. It's a it's a good hammer. It's it, a pretty good it, hammer. It looks like a hammer that like Mario might pick up to hit Donkey Kong. With, yeah, yeah, right. Or some smash yeah, you, some barrels. Yeah, you definitely get like some high scores with that hammer. Uh, yeah. So I I don't know anything about this particular piece of music. I I guess like it says I the know it has a hammer, hammer hit, right? It has a hammer and it has a symbol at some point. I guess point. it does have a symbol, doesn't it? Yeah, but this is apparently like, and it's called the famous second hammer blow. And I don't know why. What? What? What is? I think the first one would have had a little bit more impact, right? What? What's so good about the second one that the first one did not reach fame levels of the second one? Well, I would think who who made this? Who was the who is the uh, the writer of this music? Uh, Gustav Mahler. Okay, Mahler. M A M A H L E R Mahler 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 the the Mahler Mahler There's a there's a kind of a hammer called a maul, isn't there? I'm gonna say it's Mahler. I'm sure I'm sure there's a hammer called the maul that someone prizes prizes very much. What kind of what kind of person names a hammer? I mean, like you. This guy, you think this guy names his hammer? No, absolutely you think not. Pop collar he, guy. No, this guy gets back. In, this guy gets back into his Kia and then goes home and eats like pita chips on the couch, watching old reruns from nineteen eighties of MTV. This is what this guy does. <laughs> that doesn't sound too bad. It does. It's pretty good, actually. Honestly, love a pita chip. Yeah. Um. Get some hummus. It's pretty good. Some hummus. I. Have you ever had a pita chip without hummus? It's or okay. is a pita chip always accompanied in your experience by hummus? I've had, because, I, I've I've definitely had pita chips in the raw. Okay, some raw ass pita chips. They're okay. Like in in a pinch, they do the job. They're, I don't <laughs> like them. I don't like them without hummus. They I mean, are, I'm with you. I'm with you. But in a pinch, when you're desperate and you don't want to go to the grocery store and you don't have any hummus and you in the house, you gotta have a chip. Like you just gotta have a chip. Like what is this? What is the situation where you gotta eat these chips? Like surely, like what is the chips? I mean, snacking. Yes, I love yeah. to snack on some chips. Yeah, but like a pita chip without hummus, it ain't doing it, man. It ain't do. It's too thick. Right, like it, yeah. there, you don't get the, it's less of a crunch, right? It's it's like a it's like a crumbling, I think. Like when you bite that pita chip, there's mm-hmm. just so much material in between the pita edges. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you're not wrong. I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. I'm just saying if it's a, if it's at midnight and I don't want to go to a 24 hour store to get like freaking hummus because no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go sit here watching Hammer YouTube videos all night, and I'm going to, if I if if I have nothing but pita chips, so be it. I'm going to eat it. As a snack or as a meal? As a snack. Not as a meal. I That's where I draw the line. That's what I'm saying. Is a pita chip, for me, without a topping, 
specifically without a hummus. I could maybe see a cheese topping going all right on a pita chip, depending. Yeah, like some, like uh, maybe like some peanut butter or something, uh, or you know, yeah, maybe some. Peanut it's a little butter. bit of a reach. Let's be honest. Not but. a not not a salsa though. That sounds no. bad. That's not, like that like the pita chip would get like loose. That seems too much work, actually. Yeah. It just it doesn't seem right to put salsa on a pita chip. Um But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would rather than like press gang this pita chip into like solo snackdom. I feel like I would like snackify some other non-snack food instead. Right? Yeah. Like I would go and just like I don't know, eat like a piece of bread, maybe like toast it. Like, <laughs> like in this situation, do you have bread? Would you make a toast sandwich? Just toast? Yeah. Like you get like two pieces of bread. I think it's like a British thing. I think I think you get two pieces of bread and you put toast in the middle of it. I would not do that. Okay. Would you eat <laughs> listen, that over? A listen, I am turning up my nose at an unadorned <laughs> pita chip. I absolutely would not fall to these like British depths of a toast sandwich. Okay. okay. I might have like some buttered toast. That's I think butter's good. involved. I mean, that seems like a uh, that seems like a thing you would add to it. I if I you will have, have butter, butter on this. and you if you have if you have pita chips. And and bread and butter and toast. Like, I'm taking the pita chips out of the equation. I'm going to go with some toast with butter on it. And maybe in an, in an effort to snackify it, to make me think I've got more stuff to put in my face, I might make, like, toast points out of it, you know? Like those weird, oh. like, isosceles triangles of toast that you can kind of cut out, like, th- like maybe four out of a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. Once you've buttered it. Okay. Mate, that's what I'm doing. Give me some other combinations of things, maybe. Okay. Just like that you might find in your kitchen, along with pita chips. And I'll see if I can come up with a better sort of snack than just some raw-ass pita chips. Okay. Um, okay. What you have in your fridge or in your okay. in your kitchen, I'm not yeah. going to just limit it to your fridge. Because, you know, some of the stuff, you know, you might have out in the open. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you not have, refrigerated. Do you have some marshmallows? I can. Uh, I've got a million things I can do with marshmallows. Okay. All right. You got some vegetable oil. Oil that's about to go expire in about a week. Okay. So you're you're thinking about it a lot. You're not. Yeah. You may not be partaking it, but you're thinking about it an awful yeah, lot. Yeah. You gotta use and, something with these. You gotta do something with this vegetable yeah, oil. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't. Uh, uh, you gotta. You gotta think about that. Um. You got some. Um, you got some water with some mio to put the put in the water to get a flavor okay. out of it. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's all you have. Go for broke. Holy British shit, bake off that shit, man. Holy British shit. British bake the shit out of that. Man. Okay. Let me... Can I use the pita chips, though? Like, instead of just yes, eating yes. them raw. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, pita, pita chips are still part of the repertoire that you have in your bare-ass kitchen. On, like, honestly, this is, this is like a no problem. This is a no-brainer. Throw me on chop. Throw me on chop, my man. I got this. Okay. What we're doing right. what we're doing here is we are making 
pita crispy treats is what we're doing. We're going to take okay. these pita chips. We're going to put them in a bag. We're going to get our big ass hammer named Maul that we stole yep. from this Japanese orchestra that this guy hits <laughs> fucking twice every performance. And that is it. We're going to yeah. smash up those pita chips. We're going to throw the vegetable oil. He's got impeccable timing, though. Can't like, like yeah, he's, he's, good. he's on the mark. He, like, he's good at his job. He just has to do it like twice. Maybe at the minimum. Right. We're going to throw yeah. some, what we're doing, we're throwing some vegetable oil in with those marshmallows. We're going to okay. melt them down in a pot. And then you have we no are going, sugar, by the way. You have no sugar or anything that's, like that. You don't need sugar. You got marshmallows. They're full of sugar. They're basically sugar and like a, they're like t- giant granules of sugar. I'm, mel- uh, I'm just melting the, I'm melting the, okay. the marshmallows in, in, this about to expire vegetable oil i'm mixing mm-hmm. in with the crushed ash pita chips and then i am i'm dumping them in you know i'm patting them down in like some kind of a a flattener you know like okay. you might make a and then i'm letting it cool and i'm chopping it wait, up wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on hold on you're using a flattener and not the hammer <laughs> well i Would mean you use yeah the, you okay we can use the hammer, use the hammer. we gently we're using the hammer okay you got to cover it okay. with the you know I generally would just use my hand yeah. to kind of flatten flatten it down, but yeah, yeah, we can definitely use that hammer. But you have a hammer; you might as well use it. It's like uh, it's, well, we've it's, used Goose, it it's once. Gustav's hammer. We've got it. Okay. Also, all of these are all because there are two hammer hits in this particular uh, uh, song. We've got to use the hammer twice per recipe. Right. So, right. and I have I've used the hammer once to smash up the pita chips, and I've used the hammer a second time to flatten the gooey proto uh pita chip crispy treats okay down and i don't know that feels like the nice thing about the rice crispy treats is they are they are you know the rice krispies add a lot of air it's a really light treat like you can eat a lot of rice crispy treat and not know it because the 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 marshmallow is a light food you know i won't say it's light you know nutritionally but it's it's a very l- fluffy food right and, and right. the the puffed rice is puffed and 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 you know dry and crispy and and light as well so okay. that's but okay. so this would be a little bit denser it'd be a little bit denser no doubt because we're using that dense ass pita but it would be okay it'd be better than just eating pita chips i bet would you would you like would you crush them to a, like a fine paste or would you like kind of like leave a little like like medium sized chunk pieces of pita in there? Mm, I would I think I mean admittedly like going at it with this big hammer I don't think I'm gonna have a lot of fine control over the size of these pita chips when I'm done. Fair, but fair. I would try and probably approximate a rice crispy like you, that you think size. This- but I'm sure I'm going to have pieces smaller and probably some pieces much bigger. Do you think this guy is satisfied with his role in the orchestra? Because I'm, I'm watching him as he's walking. Look it, does he? Like he 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 slams the hammer down and he does a good job at it. But as he's walking down, you can he has a look on his face like I sh- like Dad told me I could have been anything and I became a hammer hammer <laughs> hammer hammerer for an orchestra. Does he have? I mean, is he just like a percussionist though? Like he might th- that's that's the kind of like sad answer to this, right? Like the yeah. the fantastical answer. The answer we want this all to be is that this guy, his only role is to hit this hammer 
And if there's it two hits, beat, he He's hits not- it once and he sits there for 30 minutes and he hits it again and he sits there for another 20 minutes waiting on the song to end. And then he gets up and he bows like everybody else, like he fucking did something. Um, right. And that would be, that's like our, our fantastic yes. This is what I want the world to be. But my guess is, is he's probably going to go over there and play some other like insane percussion instrument that makes no sense i i don't know there's a there's another lady in this video who seems to have the rest of the percussion down down on the mark because she has i mean she has cymbals all next to her she i mean i you don't see any drums admittedly you see a whole whole bunch of xylophone or xylophone related instruments right there are that yeah no she seems good at her job she seems like she's got this under control there is no fuss no muss like the guy with the hammer he looks kind of like really worried about missing his cue which i understand like if you only get yeah. to do a thing twice per song yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, yeah. you do you're worry the, about the that NFL kicker you're an nfl kicker basically <laughs> yeah. you're like don't mess up like what happens if you miss up the second hammer like you're you're in the lobby and people are like it's like um you know you know steve you're uh that second hammer was a little little late this this time are you okay like think about that and then he goes home and eats pita crispies <laughs> Pita Krispies. If you well, make Pita Krispies, you absolutely have to tell us. That's required by law. I own Pita Krispies, like copyright on them. Oh uh, shit! So you like, but the only requirement they're on a creative. I've released them hereby. Officially released them under a Creative Commons. You have to tell me about it when you make them license, which is a new <laughs> Creative Commons license I just made up. So the, your Creative Commons license almost sounds like if you're a cop, you have to tell me. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> how the Creative cop. Commons licenses work, right? Like you just yeah. make them up, and then that's just anyone can use them. You just gotta; they yeah. just have to follow whatever you whatever you set down. Uh, you, usually, the, usually that means like they usually include a copy of it, but we're not going to write this down anywhere. So this means that like they're going to have to include a copy of this audio recording with every cop, every pita crispy at this right. point. Yeah, you gotta. Yes, you have to record this audio recording, and you've got to upload some of those pita crispies to archive.org. And if you mm-hmm. can't find a way to upload physical materials to the internet, you have to do a who is on archive.org and physically mail them to the listed registrant. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, they may not appreciate the rapid uh, escalating amount of pita crispy sent their way. <laughs> Dude, those guys behind archive.org are some wild folks. I think they would love to get some Pita Krispies in the mail. <laughs> if you ever really get in to archive.org and see what's on there, it's a lot more than the Wayback Machine. Oh, I'm it's like, aware. What if copyright law didn't exist? What if like everything was on one website? Oh, it's archive.org. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like whatever, whatever, whatever tickles your fancy. It's there. Maybe like it could have a link of Pita Crispy page, like a page on there, and uh, and have every recorded instance of Pita Crispies being sent to their locale. I think I actually did. I think there was a a, a time in Video Death Loop when I hiccuped while we were recording this podcast, and I joked that I was going to clip that hiccup out and release it on archive.org as a Creative Commons file, mm-hmm. and I did. So oh, yeah, yeah. You can you definitely go and, find you that You can go there. and download my hiccup, and it is you could use that for any kind of non-commercial purpose you want. That's yours. Like, that's, your, that's my gift to you. Yeah, you don't have to tell us. You can just go out and do that. You do have to attribute the hiccup to me, though, in the credits. Okay. I mean, you made that hiccup. 
that 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 came from your soul and your body, mostly your soul, but mostly mostly my soul. Um, after um, eating all of these pita crisps, pita crispies, <laughs> pita crispy pita treats, crispies. yes, pita crispies. Mmm, that sounds like I maybe need to try and make that. I don't know. What do you think? You think that would be good? Be a little it needs salty, some, a little uh, dense. Like let let's take away from the demeanor of like what what you have in there. You it probably needs something to kind of keep it together a little bit more. Marshmallows will will help with that, but maybe like some like you know, dude, that's like all that's in Rice Krispie treats. I thought there was like something like butter and like stuff like. Too. That's why I put the oil in. The oil is a substitute for butter. Oh, okay. I think I think the marshmallow alone, though, I think the marshmallow alone has has the power to hold this food together. I don't underestimate the power of like a melty ass marshmallow. No, no, I definitely won't. The uh, the like, I've definitely I've definitely done the thing where like it's like I wanted s'mores really bad and made s'mores in the microwave. And uh, like a s'more, let me tell marshmallow in the microwave that can, that can go places. <laughs> I bet. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't quite like it, you know. Like marshmallows are very versatile food, really. Like when you yeah. think about it. But like you, what you set it on fire. It just kind of like it kind of expands and puffs up a lot more, and yeah. it just kind of deflates, kind of like this guy as he's walking down the stairs, <laughs> reflecting on every decision that led him up to this point. <laughs> he got a scholarship for this. Yeah, he went through the video death loop camps for this. <laughs> he stayed in the hummer. What did we call that? The, the, oh, the homocombs. The homocombs, yeah. Homocombs, homocombs. Me want homocombs. <laughs> now, honeycombs with the marshmallows. That would be that would be real good. Oh, that that's that's probably a real thing though. Yeah, I think it is. But yeah, you I, get some you get some M and M's mixed up in that. Maybe yeah. you got a soup going. Actually, I think you just got a s'more going. Yeah, yeah, you point. don't have. I, I hope you don't have a soup going. That would be bad. That would be not the aim. Honeycomb soup. No, I mean that's that's what you. I mean, wouldn't that be cereal with milk in it? Isn't that <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, it seems. It a seems specific like it, kind of soup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like it's a milk-based broth. It's like one of those French cold soups, you know, like a gazpacho. Oh yes, yes. But for soups but for cereal cold cereal and there's hot cereal tell me more about cereal Aaron <laughs> well you've got cold cereal you've got hot cereal cool. I think that's basically it right but I also mean, cereal like, is just it's it's a grain like it could just be any grain right like that's yeah. where it came from like the so word could, cereal, like if you go on so, Wikipedia and you type in cereal, it'd be like you're looking for grains. So what what happens if you pour a bunch of pita uh, pita chip? Like what what? I, I mean pita like the pita chips are a grain, correct? If I'm sure, thinking right, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're so made can of you grains. pour? Can you pour a bunch of pita? Like, I'm, I'm imagining a terrible terrible cereal now that's just like tiny little pita chips and milk. No oh, man, what God. Think about Pita it chips more. Have Aaron. such a Think narrow have such a narrow range that they are at all appealing to me. It comes and with none its own of the tiny things hummus. we've talked about. Oh, with the little hummus bites, like marshmallow yeah. bites, but little hummus yeah. bites, <laughs> like some kind of like dehydrated hummus that when you pour the milk in, it starts getting a little like. Oh, it yeah, starts, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. You it. know it. it uh, 
Uh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely it definitely has one of those radical commercials where the kids are trying to like amp it up, but it's no one is no one no one no one is. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that this is the, this is a problem. Now we've got radical hummus marshmallows. <laughs> they don't, I don't even taste think like kids would think that would be cool. Yeah, and kids like think, Apple Jacks. I know. It doesn't even taste like apples. No! As an adult, that bothers me just as much as the commercial suggested it would. What the, what the hell is an Apple Jack? What does an Apple Jack taste like? Cinnamon. Yeah, but it's not quite like it, it's a, little, a dash of cinnamon. I think that's it. It's just like sugar and cinnamon, though, right? Like, it really doesn't taste anything at all like apples. Hmm. Because, I mean, there's a lot of apple-based food that comes with cinnamon in it. So, okay, I think... Yeah, I suppose. It's like, it's like the pumpkin... It's it's like pumpkin spice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you eat things that are pumpkin spice with... The, but that doesn't mean that there's pumpkin in it. It's just the spices they often put into, like, pumpkin pie is in this stuff, right? You're just getting the, the same spices they use to spice pumpkins with. You get right, no right, pumpkins right. at all. No pumpkins in yeah. it are involved. Yeah, they no pumpkin pumpkins were harmed. on the package all they want. No fucking pumpkin. It's just spice. No. The pumpkin spice. It just, just tastes like fall. What the hell? Yeah, it's just yeah, exactly. We have we have reduced fall down to a singular taste. Right. The all the splendor of fall. All the hammers that we could be swinging at trees and the pita chips I do, we could I do be think trying to find something to do with. I do think maybe we'd be more excited about the seasons if there were more hammers involved. Like, uh, you know, like you know, like sometimes you get you see like festivals that are like pumpkin chunking and and all that. Like, you know, throwing a pumpkin in the air. Sure, it's pretty pretty good, pretty good. But I mean, like, winter doesn't have a, like a hammer festival. Can what we, the hell is winter? It's just maybe. Can we just employ like like Gallagher for like every season? Can we can we can we like Santa Claus Gallagher? <laughs> right like he, instead of like being a real person Gallagher's now just like like a fictional character with a big hammer that smashes whatever like Saint Gallagher you're okay. eating that season yeah you got like the watermelon Gallagher for the summer you got the pumpkin Gallagher for the fall you've got I don't know like he smashes a splash Gallagher <laughs> for winter Strawberry yeah, okay. Gallagher for spring. All right, all right. I'm into this. It seems like every time I hear the word Gallagher, he seems like a really bitter guy. So what else can we do but to uh, to make him a mythological creature at this point? So I mean, it's like it's just like Saint Nick. Like, how do you get from a yeah. guy who we fucking like siphon water out of his coffin to like the magic that. guy that flies around and brings you presents at Christmas? This comes like, up a lot more than a- like. <laughs> It comes up a lot in our episodes nowadays. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it is. It, it does it's have terrifying. a way to capture the mind. But like, I mean, I'll be like the idea. Like, that's a big step. Like, that's a big fucking step. Like a a dead Turkish saint that we we steal water from his bones. Like, is now pr- flying magic present guy. Like, what? Why don't Pretty we praise just, like so the idea that you just like now Gallagher's immortal and he's not mean and he just he still just does the same things he did in his human life 
Like that's a that's a very small step compared to Santa Claus. Yeah. I mean, when you put it like that, it's pretty brazen what they what what they have done with well Santa Claus for sure. Yeah. And Saint Gallagher, I mean, you didn't even have to be a saint. Like you could this I mean, we don't have to like relegate our our hammer our seasonal hammer guy to like Christendom. Like we could yeah. have him like as you know, he maybe he's like UN Ambassador Gallagher or something. <laughs> the immortal UN Ambassador Gallagher. He opens up every session of the United, United Nations, Nations by smashing a fruit. A seasonal I mean, like, fruit. I mean like United Nations open with uh, BTS doing like a music video number, so anything's possible. It could at this be fucking so. yeah, who cares? Like the United yeah. Nations, it's fine. You can do whatever. Yeah. It's it's everyone will still ex- ignore them. Exactly what Woodrow Wilson wanted when he made the League of Nations. <laughs> it's it's like, exactly I cannot he wait until they invent K-pop. This is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be off Shit's the chain. This is worth World War One. <laughs> Fuck well, it. I'm, I'm sorry. Done. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. The Great I'm War. Tapping. We haven't got that far yet. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, there. That was a hammer Thanks. video. That the was video hammer. Just called hammer. all caps. Yeah. Did you learn anything, Aaron? Uh, I have learned that both of us have opinions that when examined are maybe not great about pita chips because you're just all in <laughs> for pita chips, like with or without. No, I'm like, not all in. Flavor. I'm just saying like, you're all in. Uh, you're all in. I'm, j- I'm just saying if I have, I mean, it's like, it's like, like we talked about this in the past. We've talked about like eating a box of fortune cookies before. It's like that, except, except pita chips. Ah, uh, but they're just, it's just not though, isn't it? It's just not though. <laughs> There's just not enough flavor in a pita chip. I mean, sometimes they have like flavor, pita chip has flavor. Sometimes they have like sea salt and On the Parmesan. Out- Okay, Ish. now if you're getting into like a Parmesan pita chip, it feels like yeah. you're cheating. Mm. Like okay. a Cool right. Ranch pita chip. <laughs> I'm just, we are we are literally two years away from Dorito Cool Ranch pita chips. Do not taunt them any further. <laughs> if if not Doritos ready getting if Doritos getting into pita chips, I want them to get super weird with I it. Don't I don't want, want to I, see Cool Ranch. I'm, I'm want, too scared. I'm too scared. I don't want to see flaming hot Cheeto pita chips. Please. <laughs> Ooh, now you're talking. Now you're talking my language. Cool Ranch <laughs> still a- seems ridiculous, doesn't it? Like, even all these years later, it's like, it's this ridiculous, like, name and flavor, and it's fucking blue for some reason. Like, even some of the seasoning is blue, and when you really dig down in there, it's, like, made out of aluminum. Like, it's, I mean, it's fucking wild, but, I mean, it is delicious. You know, you know what they call Dorito Cool Ranches in other countries? I do not. They call it Cool American. That I'm, that tracks. I'm not, that, yeah, this is not this is mm-hmm. not a joke. This is actually what they call. No, it. No, yeah, no, I no, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's the flavor of America right there. That's what they think of when they think about America. Good, cool, good. I, I mean, in all of it's all of it's really. good and bad. That's. That's a fair. That's a fair one right there. Doritos, yum brands. Good job. Yeah, yum with an exclamation point. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was video death loop. That uh, for all your all your recipe and hammer needs, right there. Uh, like we um, like this is a weekly podcast where you can uh, like if you have questions, and I'm sure you do. Like uh, or or pictures of your pita crispies. Uh, send them to questions mm-hmm. at videodeathloop.com. Uh, we want to see your recipes, and maybe we'll show them visually on a future episode podcast episode. Um, sure, I mean anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah, um, you can rate us uh, five stars or whatever stars you feel like on uh, your favorite podcasting platform, Stitcher, iPod, Apple Podcast, whatever, whatever you have it, and we're there. You can you can rate us. Um, that's that's an option that you have as a denizen of the internet. Um, the uh, yeah, find us on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, um, whatever whatever other sites you kind of doom scroll through. We're there. We're waiting for you. Um. And I think that is about it for me. I'm ready to. Uh, are Are you ready to call 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 it a day? Call, like to like send, to call call the screaming bell to tell the dorm workers to go uh, go back to their dorms for the evening. Yes, please huddle back in your caves and await yes. your nutrient rich broth of pita chips. Oh God! Crushed. God boiled pita chips it's a boiling hot milk streaming down a like a like a sloth like a sloth (laughs) exactly put your put your mouth right into the intern trough and prepare for the release of the nutrient fluids Uh, okay bye bye My name is Jonathan Dunn, and I'm inviting you to listen to Our Three Cents, a weekly podcast where myself and two of my very best gaming chums are counting down our top 100 favourite video games of all time. For all the episodes and information, check out our website, www.our3cents.co.uk. Matt, I've got a great idea for a podcast. You and me, we watch movies, right? And some of them are kind of bad, and so we make fun of them. But maybe some of them are good. Chris... That's a great idea. Let's do it. And eat snacks. Movie Fighters, an original idea on the Greenlit Podcast Network.